Welcome to The 100 Club. I'm Tom, joined by Rich, and we've got another fabulous interview today with Adam Mill of the Birmingham Phoenix. Uh, stay with us. Uh, we're going to find out all about what he's finding with The 100 uh, and the prospects for the team as we're coming up. Adam, good morning. How are you doing? Oh, I'm very well, thank you. How are you guys? Yeah, Just good, thanks. Great. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, you're, uh, it's uh, Thursday Thursday morning. Uh, you must be pretty busy because uh, you've got a big game tomorrow against Southern Brave. How are the preparations going? Yeah, yeah, it's good. We um, we drove over yesterday, um, sort of a bit of a chill day yesterday, and we'll have training this afternoon and then um, tomorrow into the game. So Adam, it's been a good start for the tournament for you. Picked up a couple of wickets in the opening game and you're currently striking 300 and you're yet to be dismissed. Is it about time we start talking about Adam Milne, the all-rounder? Yeah, I had a mate text me through and he's like, oh, I think you're top of the striker in the competition. I was like, I'll, I'll take that, yeah. <laughs> but I guess it sort of leads into a bit more, more of a serious question in that you know, we, we've seen in a few of the games, like lower order runs being absolutely critical to victory. So are you spending a bit more time in the next thinking about how you're going to approach these very kind of short innings and how you're going to kind of maximise your runs? Um, I think no more than usual. I think with with any game, whether it's the 100-ball format, 2020, one-day uh, test match, four-day, I think getting runs out of 8, 9, 10 can sometimes be the winning of the games and you'll find uh, sometimes in the instances with those guys in 8, 9, 10, um, you also might have to be chasing down a... a finishing target and, and or get the other guy on strike. So you're still going to be able to play a role with the bat, um, hit a boundary if you need to, or rotate the strike to get the guy that's um, on a few runs to, to finish the job. Yeah, obviously you're in the squad mostly as a bowler though. Um, how are you feeling about your bowling at the moment? Feeling good and fresh? Yeah, yeah. I felt um, I felt really good the first game. Um, it was nice to get out there and get started in the 100. Um, get a couple of wickets and, and, and felt the rhythm was pretty nice. Um, unfortunately, I guess with the short game against uh, Manchester and obviously a, a spin-friendly wicket, I only bowled the old yeah. the five balls. So I was sort of joking around and said, save, save me uh, my career 15 balls. So I'll, I'll hopefully get a few more out the back end. Yeah, You weren't motioning to Moe Alley that you could bowl a bit of leg spin like later <laughs> on in that innings. <laughs> I, I tried one early on and I think it got clipped away for four. So... Uh, Leave a spin to, to him and, and Emmy and uh, Livy. Yeah, um, obviously, um, the, the squad has quite a Kiwi flavour to it as well with um, Danny Vittori, um, uh, yourself, um, and Finn there. Um, does it feel like that's kind of a spine of the, the team? What do, you, what do you think that does? And and how, how does the sort of the New Zealand cricket philosophy come into the Birmingham Phoenix? Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's well, it's good for, for me and Finn to sort of have some familiar faces around the group. Um, I know I've worked with Dan um, in the IPL before and, and I've actually played with him um, a, re a reasonable amount as well. So he's a fairly uh, relaxed customer. So I think he, it's good for the environment. It just makes everyone feel pretty relaxed in a new competition where you can, you know, everything's going pretty fast and, and in an exciting format. So it's nice to sort of have a calming influence um, around the group just to settle things down. Um, and then on top of that, with, with James Franklin there as well, he's obviously very similar and, and very calm and relaxed and, um, yeah, very poised character. So, yeah, it's nice. 
So obviously the, I mean, the Red Bull side has had a fantastic summer already, the New Zealand test team. And then you look around the White Bull stuff and you're going great guns, both in the Blast and, uh, and now in the, in the 100. You've got the likes of Glenn Phillips, Jimmy Neesham, Lockie Ferguson. You know, Kiwi cricket seems in a really good place at the minute. So what what's going so right? Why are you guys producing so many good cricketers at the minute? Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a great question. I, I don't actually know. I think we've just got, um, obviously it's the product of, um, since we sort of moved into that style of cricket and, and, and sort of playing um, for each other and, and trying to really um, show off that sort of team environment um, within the New Zealand setup and, and sort of everyone playing team first sort of cricket, I think that's sort of shone through over the years. And I think there's part and parcel of you sort of got, you know, probably some of our New Zealand's best cricketers ever currently playing with Kane, um, you've got Trent, Tim. Um, then now you've seen the likes of Devin Conway come through and then the youngsters can sort of feed off those guys and, and you know, see how hard they work and, and um, how much they're sort of continuing to develop their games. And I think it just makes the, the young guys want to want to sort of be around that and, and just develop from that. And I think that's, um, yeah, it's been a big part of our, the New Zealand cricket success. Yeah, and I presume there'll be no, um, there'll be no letting off on Colin de Grandholm tomorrow, though. No, hopefully I'll be able to get him out cheaply and, uh, and maybe if he bowls me a couple at the end, I'll be able to clip a couple away for boundaries, keep that strike rate going. <laughs> just just thinking about sort of tactics for a sec, because you, you bowl, you, you you open the bowling, but then you also bowl at the death. And when, when you're opening the bowling, I guess you've got a good idea about who you're going to be facing in terms of the openers and what they're going to be trying to do. But then at the death, you don't really know what the situation is. So, so how much of your spell have you kind of already kind of thought through what you're going to bowl when you're opening compared to like when you're going to bowl like over ball number 90 to 95, for instance, is it pre-planned yeah, uh, or are you, are you coming up with a strategy on the fly? Uh, I think at the top, there's always um, a little bit of a plan. Um, obviously everything depends on the wicket, but um, you're probably more so planned at the top in terms of you sort of get the analysis, you know, where guys are, are looking to probably attack you Um or where you can feel like you can dismiss them. Um, obviously, the power play is an area where teams go quite hard, but it's also an opportunity to take a few wickets and really change the game early on and, and create um, some pressure and, and stop a, an early strike rate. Um, I think you find in sort of T20 cricket, you know, you take three wickets in the power play, um, you most usually you go on and win the game. So... If you, it's the same thing with the 100. If you can sort of take two or three wickets, then it really stunts the ability to, to be able to accumulate sort of through the middle bit and then finish strong. Um, I guess in the depth overs, you, again, you, you do the planning and you know where guys' areas are, where they score the bulk of their runs or where they're looking to hit boundaries. Um, and then it's a little bit of, uh, A, the ground and, and the boundary sizes. If there's a big short side, um, the pitch, how it's playing slow, then you're more inclined to sort of bowl slower balls and into the wicket. Um, if it's a really nice wicket, then you're going to to go to your Yorkers and, and try and just outfox them a little bit with field placements and just sort of surprise deliveries. But uh, all in all, there is a, a lot of planning that goes into it. And then once you're out in the field, it's sort of being able to just tap into those plans and, and sort of come up with little... Um, little ploys and, and things on the go just to to feel your way through it um 
how you're feeling. If you're hitting New Yorkers, if you're not, then you, you need to change it up and, and, and try a few different things. Yeah, we um, we were lucky enough to have a chat to Dan Weston, the Data Insights guy at the Phoenix, um, before the tournament started. It sounds like you you kind of embraced that side of the game, the, the data-driven stuff. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. I think it's really important um, to know yeah, exactly like what I was saying before, where guys' strong areas are, where their weak areas are, and, and then obviously you can formulate a plan to how you're going to um, break that down and, and attack them those ways. You got a bit, bit of experience of franchise cricket, having played in the IPL, having played in the Big Bash, and obviously this is the early days of the hundred. But you know, what, what's your early thoughts? How does it compare with with those kind of big big franchise tournaments? Yeah, I've, so far, um, I've only two games, and I've really enjoyed it. I felt like the the intensities um, up there with the other tournaments. Um, obviously, you've got world class players right throughout all of the teams, um, exciting overseas players. So yeah, I think I'm excited to to keep watching the games and keep playing and, and see how the, the tournament develops um, over the rest of the games. And then obviously the next few years will be the key in, in terms of taking the tournament forward and, and creating that um, big franchise tournament for, for the UK. And, and and in the sense of what this tournament's doing right now, do you, do you have a bit of an eye towards the, the World Cup coming up? Using um, it as a springboard? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to be part of the New Zealand team going to the World Cup. Um, I guess we'll find out over the next wee while whether whether or not I've been picked. But yeah, I mean, regardless of of the the World Cup, I think you know every game I go into, I want to play and, and, and perform well and and help my team win games. And um, so the the goal of this tournament is obviously to to be the inaugural winners of the the hundred ball comp and. Um, take each game um, as it comes. Have you had a chance to watch many of the other games and who's kind of stood out for you as the uh, as, as the team to beat, other than yourselves, of course? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I've, I've watched a few games. It, it's hard to pick, really. It, you sort of look around the teams and you think, God, everyone's just got such good players and, and such good depth. Um, when you think, obviously, the, the test guys will be leaving now and and just the guys that will slot into their position are obviously fantastic players as well. Um, obviously, the Trent Rockets have had a had a great start. Um, they've sort of got all aspects covered in terms of they've got a sort of a mystery spinner in Rashid Khan. They've got some uh, searing pace in, in Marshant DeLonga, who obviously took that five-wicket haul as well. Um, it looked like he was bowling um, seriously fast. And then they've got some very attacking batsman you look at some likes alex hales and darcy short at the stop there uh, at the top there it doesn't get sort of too much more explosive than that and rich you're you're a kent fan so i think you, you i think we should probably <laughs> indulge you with your kent question as well maybe <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that uh, in that first game uh, well, well as a kent fan i'm looking out for all the kent players in the tournament and so it's yourself and, and danny bell drummond up at birmingham uh, and you, you were coming up against uh, Joe Denley and Zach Crawley in that first game. So did you enjoy having a little bowl at Zach and, and getting one over him? I know you didn't get him out, but you won, yeah. as won the game. So you mentioned yeah. it afterwards. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely enjoyable bowling to Zach. He's, he batted really well. Um, I was lucky to sort of get him get him with the, the new ball. So I swung around a little bit so he wasn't able to get a hold of me. And then um, I think he sort of had an idea of what I was going to do at the death. And so I changed it up a little bit. 
So I think he was a little bit surprised there. So <laughs> it was nice to, to share a couple of laughs with him after he said a couple of plane misses. Yeah. No. I, I think, I mean, it's been quite, it's quite, been quite clear, you know, seeing the smiles on the faces of the players. I hope um, that you've got a sellout crowd at the Rose Bowl tomorrow. So um wish you all the very best for that. And I hope you uh, continue to inspire some of those kids that are turning out. Oh, that's got to be a great part of it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the first game we played at Edgebass and it was just an incredible atmosphere to see all the kids and families there and, and enjoying the game. And, and just hopefully we're trying to bring new people into the game and and, and develop cricket from there um, and then obviously you look at the other side of it with the women's game it's been awesome to be able to play um, alongside them and um, just see see what they're doing for, for the women's game as well and hopefully bringing more um, young girls into cricket yeah i mean we're all aboard um so we uh, will be following it and uh, wishing you all the very best for tomorrow and yeah. on the rest of the tournament yeah, and I just I, I just add to that. Yeah, really enjoyed watching you over the last few years down at Canterbury and in New Zealand as well. Um, I know you struggled a little bit with injuries over the last few years, so it's just great to see you you know fully fit and bowling well. Cheers, thank you very much. No worries. Um, if you've enjoyed that, uh, we may have some more interviews coming, so please let us know. Put some questions down there that you'd like to hear us kind of asking. But Adam, thank you so much. All the best, and we'll catch you soon. No worries. Cheers, thank Adam. You. Cheers.